there's gonna be a time when you're gonna look each other in the eye and you're gonna she's gonna have that dumb look on her face. <laughs> <laughs> There's gonna be that I told you so moment, you know? Those moments are priceless. <laughs> <laughs>
Uh, so you'll be hearing about that relatively soon, hopefully. Uh, that's what's up, bro. That's what's up. Congratulations, man. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> what's it like? <laughs> it's a uh, man. It's 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 great. It 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 grounds you for sure. And uh-huh. It definitely humbles the hell out of you, and okay. it, it keeps you on your toes. And the one thing that I, I tell guys specifically this too, you know, we're we're a creature of habit, right? Like we we do a lot of the same things over and over again, right? You know, we work, we go to school, uh, we spend time with friends, loved ones, travel, we do all this. And at the end of the day, like we're only accountable for ourselves, essentially, right? Outside of, you know, whether we help family or whatever, like at the end of the day, like we only hold ourselves accountable, you know? So we can take a whole bunch of risks. We could take so many financial risks, which I've done in the past before I got married, you know? So now fast forward, I have to think for two, essentially, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? So like now I can still make these kind of like, I guess I can still could take these kind of risks or whatever, but now it's like, there's more consequences behind that. You know what I mean? And if like, like you add a kid on that too, down the line, like that's even more, that's been the biggest adjustment, like trying to become more selfless as a, mm-hmm. as I'm not saying I was selfish b- before, but you know, I guess in theory, I guess I was a selfish individual. Cause I was, like I said, everything I was doing was all because I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. I had nobody else to answer to besides myself. Any, any, anything I, I, I fucked up on, it was all on me, you know, but now I kind of have to, you know, I have to think a lot more long-term now. So mm-hmm. that's, that's definitely been the biggest adjustment for sure. Yeah. That's the thing. I don't think a, a lot of young, younger men realize, like we've been known on this podcast to shit on bitches sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <I know. laughs> yeah. But I mean, one thing I think, at least what I've heard from uh, married men is that like, women in your life in a permanent way can have this weird motivating effect on on a man um oh, sure. yeah and make no, you achieve no, things that make you reach for things and achieve things that you never thought would not be possible as a, just a single dude no um, for sure and definitely yeah. it's like it's like i don't know i guess it's like you know i don't want to get too religious or whatever but I, it's one of those benefits uh of getting married you know how like when our dads especially your dad always tells us this when i was young he's always say uh, when you get married, don't worry. Buttercup's gonna happen in your life, you know, by blessings. Mm-hmm. Blessings are gonna just fall upon you. You never yeah. really think about that until like it actually starts happening for oh, you. you know? okay. So like, I remember like a lot of things started changing for me. Like when I made the intention of wanting to get married, you know, especially yeah. when I asked for the girl's hand and the family accepted or whatever. Like, yeah. a lot of great things just started panning my way. Like I started getting a lot more wins. Uh, uh, it was work related or not like a lot of things just started paving in uh the way for me so for sure uh and like, even to add on that too how you were saying uh i i definitely feel like if the right girl is in your life like you, you're only going to be successful because that girl's gonna hold you accountable you know because she knows she knows you a lot better than you know you know yourself essentially especially if you spend enough time with that person and you get to know that person on a deeper level it's gonna be your wife so of course you'll know that person on a deeper level they hold you really accountable, you know what I mean? So it, it kind of forces you to not only step out of, out of your shell or your comfort zone, but it, it just forces you to, I don't want to use that word, I guess the man up basically, you know? Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. That makes sense. Yeah, no, I don't think a lot of young men realize that. When you're young, you're just like, man, just fucking bitches, all that. Exactly. But it's like, but if you really want to level up in life, marriage, Yeah, it, no, definitely no. you got to choose wisely for sure. But Th- like, That's the thing. It's like... I'm not going to be the person that since I got married, oh, you should get married. You should get married. Nah, like I just found, I just got lucky to to find uh, like my match, you know, mm-hmm. like an equal, you know, yeah. but I, I, I hope 
other people, especially my good friends and loved ones or whatever, can find theirs. But there's not there's not a timeline for it. You know what I mean? Yeah. As long as you have your shit together for the most part and your intention is pure and you find your match, then it is what it is. You just got to make it happen. You just got to mm-hmm. pull the trigger. You know what I mean? And yeah. yeah, pulling the trigger can definitely be, you know, intimidating or whatever. But once you, uh, you know, get to that courage of, of, of pulling that trigger, then, bro, it's, I'm telling you, it's, uh, it's, it's a different it's a different world for sure. Uh, well, question, yeah, though. Question, though. Let's go. Let's uh, do it. Fire is, she can- is she Canadian? No, 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 no. No, no, I, I have a thing against Canadians. I, yeah. I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't do that for myself. Do, do, you, do you want to share it? Do you want to share it on the podcast? But you can, oh, my, I have my feelings no. against Canadians too, but I just want to hear what your, your thoughts are. Uh, I guess to try to be kind of PC or whatever. I don't know. Just Canada is just, I, I've been enough, I've been there enough times to know that like it, it it's like a, bro, it's low key a third world country out there, bro. I, I don't know. Like it's, the, the, uh, man, the, the way people operate and the way people think out there is very different than the way we think out here. I, I don't know, maybe because I'm just born and raised in the Bay and I've lived in a bubble my whole life. So that definitely mm-hmm. plays a factor into it. But, you know, I've seen enough places uh, and I've traveled enough places to know that Canada is a whole different ballgame. Oh, wow. different. Think about it. Most people that live in Canada, they're all refugees, which is crazy. For real? Unless you're, unless you're a French Canadian, bro. Most yeah. people immigrated there, just like our parents did. Okay, so you think they brought the uh, the third world mindset to Canada? Oh, for sure, and and they they held on to that a lot more. They're a lot more cultural than us out there, for, for sure, real. for real. sure. Canada and Europe, especially Europe. Wow. Europe, they're they're all Europe's crazy, man. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I just thought they were all like crazy, wacko, woke ass socialists. <laughs> I mean, the, 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 those are the those are the white Canadians. Like the oh, French okay, people. okay. You know, a lot of those. Yeah. Have you guys had Abdul here already? Uh, Have you guys had Abdul yeah, here? We, we, last week, uh, yeah. but barely. Uh, <laughs> I'm interested to hear that. <laughs> yeah, that'll be published yeah. soon. Wow. Okay. All right. That's what's up. <clears throat> so, how did you end up meeting your wife, dude? Great question, man. I know this is gonna be like a uh... <laughs> yeah. We, the the listeners a relationship in one... segment, but it's cool. I mean, we I met did. her. I met I met her in oh, college okay. a couple okay. years ago. Uh, at that moment, obviously, I couldn't get married because I was broke, still living at home. So that wasn't really. Uh... Oh, you know what? I like that. So, do you think you have to have something going on in your life to be married, or can you start at the bottom, find that girl, and because you know, I think every at least that's the impression I had when I was like fresh out of college. I was yeah. like, you know what? I'm at the bottom. This is me starting life, and if I find a girl and I get married to her, like we can I start think- from the bottom and build something. I but. think anywhere in the world, like for example, like that that method works in places like back home, for example, or any any less fortunate areas, because yeah. it, it works. You're gonna figure it out. Mm-hmm. Life isn't that. I mean, life is hard in these areas, but like I don't know, like when you're when you're in a society like this, like I feel like, especially as a man, you kind of have to have something going on for you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, because like I said, it, you you can fall into, uh, I guess a little black hole. And that you don't want to get into that. You don't want to get into a marriage, uh, you know, in the negative financially, mm-hmm. of course, you know. So yeah. I, I always tell dudes all the time, like, bro, just if you got a good job, you're making decent money or whatever. And, you know, you've invested well and you're on the path to continue investing your money uh, in the right places or whatever, then by all means, uh, go ahead and do it. But like I said, the caveat is make sure that girl's a match because you don't want to just settle. And vice versa. I hope a girl doesn't settle either. I hope a girl doesn't, you know, marry a bum or some dude that doesn't really 
have any ambition or drive or whatever. You know what I mean? I feel like both parties deserve to have, they should hold each other accountable, men and women. Yeah. You know? It's got to be weird now. Like a bunch of niggas probably go up to you asking you questions about marriage, oh, right? You'll be surprised, man. <laughs> you'll be surprised. I got yeah. a lot of older people too. And For real? Wow. Yeah, I definitely had a lot of older people call me okay. off guard questions and i was like oh wow i'm that guy that just I, i'm that guy that like i used to look at idiots that kind of way a couple years ago and he was telling me about marriage you know <laughs> yeah, yeah. And i was like wow now i'm starting to become this dude you know but like i said it's, it's only benefits if that person is a match yeah. you know if that yeah. person is not a match of course that you know it, all hell could break loose of course you know yeah. but like i said if that person's a match that person will always hold you accountable and will make sure you accomplish your dreams and hit your goals or whatever yeah. So all you little niggas listening to this shit right now, um, <laughs> you can't be broke. <laughs> you can't. You can't be broke. You can't. Be broke. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You just graduated. You got no money in your bank account. Stack your cheddar, bro. Exactly, bro. Do something. <laughs> yeah. I've done it all, man. I've DoorDashed in the past. I've I, I used to Uber back in college, man. Ooh, I Uber for okay. like three years. I used to do yeah. Uber for a while. Yeah. Uber used to pay back in the day. I've done yeah. it all, man. Door to door sales. You just. Yeah. You, People, I think people just have too much pride and ego and people feel too entitled to try different things. You know what I mean? Dude, just, I'm with you 100%, man. I've door dashed, I've grub hubbed. A I've dollar is a too. dollar. At the end of the day, it doesn't matter where it's coming from. Yeah. Obviously, you want that dollar to come from you. You know, that's the goal for all of us, of course. Yeah. But meantime, man, just don't sit around expecting somebody to give you some shit. You know, you kind of just got to go get it. Yeah, so we've been trying to get you on for a minute. Yeah, I know. Below, no, no, no. This is before we reached out to you, bro. <laughs> Bilal always <laughs> promised, like, "Yo, I'm about to get him." I'm. A, oh yeah, I got other guys who want to join. Who want to join? Whatever. And we're like, "All right, yeah, invite him to the next one." But always getting me hyped because I always have like, Afra says I'm delusionally optimistic. So I had a lot of faith in Bilal. I had a lot of faith that I'm like, "Yo, you got this. You got this." Every week and just be like, "Damn, dude." No, like I said before, bro. Like I feel like. Friday shit, bro. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta change that. Bro, it's Friday hard nights. To get, but not only that, it's hard to get uh, Reed one to uh, text you back, bro. <laughs> I feel it, bro. <laughs> yeah. you, like that, you like that? Oh man. <laughs> no, I'm not too busy. I'm, I'm just really bad with the. That's my thing. I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I have a problem with texting too. No, I had a really bad problem when I was in college. Like I would not text at all, and I think Akram <laughs> or like Afra. Yeah, I, I still don't. I get no, 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 no. no. <laughs> I text. I text you guys all the time no, about you don't. No, you don't. Yeah, no, but that's you don't. general. That's a general group. I'm talking about when I text you individually, or when I call you, you don't answer at all until like maybe uh, eight hours from now. So I guess to spice it all up, I'm gonna ask you all the question real quick. Who's the most reliable person in uh, in this group? In the group, me. If you need something urgent, yeah, you need some help with something, yeah. Basically, who uh, you need somebody to bail you out of jail? Okay, right now, who would pick up the phone? I think it would be Opera. Okay. What? what? Exactly. No. Hell no. I don't get no response or nothing. No, see, that's the thing. That's the thing. When Bila, Bila, you, less so Afra, but whenever you're reaching out, it's because you either need information or something. <laughs> so Anytime it's never just like, no, 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 no. I don't mind it. It's just like, if it's a text message, like, I probably haven't read it yet. If you call me, I keep my phone on silent all the time. And my notifications are off, too. I just so, don't like being bothered. So, like, when I see it, yeah, I'll call back right away. Like, I don't leave voicemails either. I don't think anyone else does either. But 
So I don't leave voicemails. Uh, I keep notifications off. I keep my phone silent. I'm going to do that at all times, man. That's the biggest change I made like three years ago. What? Notifications off. Do not disturb. So See, yeah, if most people are doing that, then what the I, fuck I, is the point no, of... Most people are doing that. That's the thing. I don't do that. Oh, for real? Yeah. So you just ignore my text messages then? <laughs> Every week, I send two moments Friday, 9 p.m. Who's going to be on? Nobody. Akram's the only one. No, I see, I see you. I told you my reasoning. I don't know who that. you're talking to, though. Are you talking to me? Are you talking to Akram or Akram? Who are you trying? All of you. It's everyone who's on table moments, bro. Everyone. Yeah, yeah, so I don't have anything to contribute in that sense. I guess the follow-up on the question I asked a lot earlier, who's the least? Let's say you get locked up. Right, you need help. You know this person will not pick up the phone. I'm it. Bilo. I'm it. Bilo. What? Dude, said, I'm the I, most reliable person here. Uh, the no, most. If your notifications are off, how do you say you're reliable? Like, no, no, I'm no. What I'm saying is, like, once hey. I see the message, I'm already taking action. I'm the most assertive. But you don't see the message yeah, until, uh, like, two uh, days later. No, no. It wouldn't be two days. We can't reach you, bro. So I'll be in the airport and I call Opera. Opera always gets me. <laughs> when, I, when, I, when I call you, you don't answer or Akram, it's like a hit or miss sometimes. But Opera is always mm -hmm. it. Okay. Akram, who, who, if you were in jail, who would you call? Ayman. Obviously. Opera, if you were in jail, who would you call? Out of you three, Akram replies to me the most. Ha -ha. Hey, we have a we have a three way tie. No, Akram might be good because like he would let me know too, and we would go get you. I, you got exactly. Yeah. Because uh, the fact that you said your notifications are off, how are you gonna even get the message? What do you mean? No, no, I, like it, I I don't have it ding. It'll just show like there's a message there. It, that's what I mean by notifications. Yeah. And then Vilo just doesn't reply. He just ignores. Everything. Yeah, he does ignore everything. So. So Akram would be. That's fair. The that's one fair. With the best and I'll come two phones, so if you don't get one, you can get them on the other one. That is true. <laughs> <laughs> and you guys can get me on my watches, on my headphones. Right. Yeah. Like my tablet. I, I feel like we live in a society now where, like, every individual, we're too accessible. Like, Akram just said it. He has a watch. Like most Americans. I used, to have, I used to have an Apple watch. I got rid of that shit quick. It was weird. Like, I, I should not be that accessible. I don't think any human being should be that accessible. Mm. Or have yeah, what that much. Access to information too at the same that's time. A good, that's a good point because, like, before cell phones, niggas was just left alone. Yeah, you know? or you need somebody, it was a pager. You know what uh, I mean? Uh, yeah, and they'll call you back when they're free. They'll call you back because it, it, it had to be urgent for you to get a page, you know? Yeah. But nowadays, like, uh, we live in a society where we're just so glued up on our phones and we have to, like, we need to talk to somebody or we need to get an alert. We need to constantly, like, look down on our phone, on our watch. <laughs> aren't they designed for that don't they hire all these social media companies hire like phd psychologists to make the shit as addictive as possible and, and they're doing it weird bro because you have experience in this world so i know we're not going to mention we're not going to mention who you recruit for <laughs> but people have opinions about it yeah i mean you can, you can still say like i bro we all know has a really bad pr like a lot, yeah. a lot of people, like people like I'm in would never want to work at a place like. No, no, no. Here's the thing. Weirdly enough, I respect more than all the other tech CEOs Why? and billionaires because at least he's more transparent about what they're doing. He he has a mission and he's trying to achieve it, connect everyone in the world. Yeah. But at least you can understand his motives and he's not dishonest about it. Like yeah. the other ones pretend to be all high, high and mighty, like honorable 
yeah. pontificating about like social blah 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 while they're fucking banning people off their platforms and just like using I, these I don't, vague I don't. rules to be discriminatory when it comes to this stuff. At least uh, I, they'll at least hear the other side. Are we referring to Donald Trump being banned on Twitter? Well, I mean, that one was just stupid because it's like he was on his way out. <laughs> like, why would you do it while he was a president? It just, it's just so stupid. So you're big on Twitter then? Oh, yeah, no. Twitter's Twitter is the shit, bro. Twitter, Twitter and uh, TikTok are my favorite platforms for sure. Ooh, really? I love TikTok. TikTok uh, has taken over my life. Uh, I mean, uh-huh. I, I don't know what their algorithm is crazy. Like, that, that app knows me as an individual, knew me as an individual <laughs> two hours. Then you all my you, likes and dislikes. What, what do you? What makes you? It's it's addictive. Like I'm I'm you know I love sports, so yeah. I see a lot of sports related stuff. Mm-hmm. I see a lot of like political humor because I like politics. Mm-hmm. I see a lot of uh just funny stupid shit that like you know world star material stuff that mm-hmm. pops. Uh, I see I play Warzone a lot, so I see a lot of Warzone related clips. Okay, uh, you be spending hours on it. I spend hours before wow. I go to sleep. That helps me sleep. Okay, Akram, what do you see on your TikTok? I've never used TikTok. Yeah, Akram, Akram's pretty big on TikTok. Uh, yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. Akram, it memorized who you are as a person relatively quick, right? Uh, for the videos that you like, yeah, and, yeah, pretty much. I mean, the ones that you do follow, and it kind of just like generalizes, you know, your interests, and then yeah, pulls up those videos. So it it does pretty well, actually. Yeah. What does it show you, man? What does it show you, Akram? Uh, some fitness videos, some, um, um it, surprisingly, it started showing me Habesha videos. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> what? Showed <laughs> me a fucking Ethiopian wedding, and I was like, what the <laughs> fuck? And then, um, it also showed me, what else? Like, food, like, food TikToks, which, I'm, I, I love food. Um, and then just some comedy stuff, you know, just to keep me laughing. It's weird. Because I made one, I made one for table moments, and then for a while I was posting stuff on there for table moments. Um, every now and then I'll I'll watch some of the videos on there. Apparently, it knows I like Kevin Samuels, <laughs> so it keeps says just to be like relationships and guys dunking on girls, and I'm just like, oh, all right. Kevin, uh, he's gold. He's he's dude. he's hilarious, dude. But he's polite. It's weird. I don't know. I don't know if people would say it is polite. It's more like nah, nah. He he's out of pocket sometimes. Is he? Oh yeah, for sure. He be like, he be roasting the fuck out of them, calling them fat pigs or something like that. Uh, linebackers. Okay. He's funny with it. He's funny with it. I like it. I think he's gone through like three marriages, three failed marriages, something like that. I saw mm-hmm. it. He had an interview on Vlad TV. Yeah. And uh, he talked about his own personal life, and uh, he got outed for like having like three failed marriages for a person that I guess that talk so highly about like he's like a, i guess he's a relationship guru or knows so much about what men want or whatever but like come on bro no no no. that's the thing like people don't realize he was talking to men for years no he was and he didn't he didn't make it big until he started shitting on women <laughs> so he found his he found his in like I'm yeah like, <laughs> that's true he found he, he found his thing one yeah. yeah and like he's not he doesn't hide that he has failed marriages he doesn't I don't know why people think it's like he, he got out it he he actually mentions that on his podcast all the time every now and then he'll come up but like he is honestly, I think he's good because he is he is giving people a, a dose of reality, both men and yeah. women. I really like his talks to men because then that's he gives really a actionable actionable advice that uh-huh. men can actually receive. Because men are the type of people who are just direct with each other, and oh, that's the way we receive information. Yeah, now, I think the problem comes. I don't know if it's a problem, but he's trying to do that with women, and they're just like, oh, you know, you got it. It's not the way. It's not what you're saying. It's how you say it. And it's just like, nigga. <laughs> <Who cares? laughs> 
<laughs> that's that's the only thing. But as, aside from that, I feel like his monologues are fucking gold, bro. Oh uh, my the, god, those are the best. Those are the best. He needs to get into stand up. Yeah, dude. Because like, yeah, he could. You would kill it. Would you ever do stand up? Me? I've thought about it before. Oh, I yeah? definitely. Yeah, the Bay Area has like a really big amateur comedy scene. Uh-huh. I had a couple buddies I've done it before in the past, and like I've. They, they told me about their experiences or whatever, and I saw one of their experiences. It wasn't the easiest. It's not the prettiest. Uh, I don't know. It, 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 the amateur scene isn't, is not what it seems to be. It's, it's, it's very cutthroat. So I don't know if I got the balls for it. I, well, I, I mean, stand up comedy, though. I love it. Well, the worst thing that can happen when you go up on stage is you just bomb. You just try it again next time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. How about you? Have you ever thought about it? Um, I haven't thought about it, but it's not something I would be opposed to. I would definitely try it. Uh, obviously i would have to prepare jokes and shit which would be funny because i I feel like i could be funny off the top of my head sometimes but a lot of times it's like i don't know you guys rate my jokes on the podcast so i think i can come up with witty things to say in the moment but being writing jokes down for delivery and punchlines and all that stuff is something i would just have to practice at yeah that's just repetition and repetition trial and error for sure yeah yeah i think afro would do terribly (laughs) <laughs> um <laughs> Akram, I don't know if he would even try and Bilal, he wouldn't try either. He wouldn't try. Who who would do best though out of us two? Out of you, Akram and Afra? Yeah. Uh, That's a good one. That is a good one. Shit. Okay. Um I Akram is more personable, but Bilal, you got hilarious stories. So you could just go up there and tell your ridiculous stories. If you could just tighten it up and not say, you know what I mean? A lot. <laughs> <laughs> you feel me? You feel me? Oh yeah, you feel me? You feel me? Not just that you feel me a lot. <laughs> yeah. If you could clean up the speech and come up with the flow of your stories, your stories are fucking hilarious, bro. Because it's just like, why would you do that, bro? That's every time you you share a story with us. Um, so I would say, Bilal, if you can clean up the way you tell stories, and Akram, if he's just got to be friendly and sociable with people. So I know it's not choosing one or the other, but that's what I would say. Yeah. I think stories are the best way because it's easy because like there are funny situations, uh, but mm-hmm. coming up with something clever in the world that people can relate to, which would be my struggle because I don't relate to other people. I think yeah. differently. That's always my problem. Just understanding like y'all really like that. And it's like everybody likes it. And I don't. And I'm just like, I don't understand it. So, yeah, I don't know. What kind of comedian would you be? Read one. Me? Oh, that's a good question. I'd definitely be like more like the political uh, uh, comedian. So probably like a, a a clash between Dave Chappelle, Bill Burr, like that kind mm. of. Hey, I like him a lot. He's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, the Daily Show. Uh, who? Uh, Trevor Noah. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Is he's he, not funny. Not, he's not funny, dude. Nah, he's not. But but he's supposed to be like political funny. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm, yeah, I mean, yeah, he he's. He's definitely really good at what he does on that TV show, but I, I saw him way before he got on that show when he did his own, uh, when he wanted to be a stand-up comedian, and I didn't really find him that funny. Mm. Yeah. How would you, I mean, who would you be? He, mm, I do like Bill Burr. His style is so good. Maybe like a Norm MacDonald, because I would just say things serious. I like his style too, but Bill Burr is probably the, the one I really fuck with the most, because it's just like his, ob- yeah. Oh, I'm put Patrice O'Neill up there too. I love Patrice O'Neill. Oh, dude, but he has a unique style. Yeah, no, nobody can can do what he he did. Yeah, 
especially now, like you can't you can't talk like that anymore. Dude, oh my god, I wish there were more people who who did because it's just like everything's all milk toast and soft and <laughs> sensitive. I'm no, just I, like, I, I still think Dave has like figured out you know how to you know play uh, on the line a little bit. Yeah. Like, there was a lot of you know trans LGBTQ jokes or whatever out there, so he definitely yeah. rubbed a lot of people's feathers for sure. But how Patrice did it? Now you can't do that. That's 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 career suicide. See, that's the thing. Like it's been a running theme on this podcast where I'm trying to get canceled. <laughs> <laughs> that's my mission. I'm trying to get canceled because my theory is like you can only get canceled once, so I'd rather it be on my terms. <laughs> <laughs> and you never know what you'll get canceled for because yeah. what you say now could be all kosher but it, or, it could change in the future it could be held against you uh 20 30 years from now for sure it probably will yeah it will wait. so um, i might as well get canceled now <laughs> that's my attitude yeah so it's like now than later <laughs> yeah that's why i was like yo like i watched someone put stuff and dude that shit is so good yeah dude didn't you say you have to delete a lot of your stuff uh, back then Oh, like my old tweets? Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Did you? <laughs> oh, my God. My old tweets, my old Facebook posts. Bro, I, man, I deleted a lot of shit. For you real. Married, you got you know, you to protect your, your fucking investment. <laughs> <laughs> Everything pre-2015, gone. Wow. For sure. I used to say a lot out-of-pocket stuff. So, yeah, I, I didn't want, yeah. Do you uh, want to share any on this podcast right now? <laughs> for all time's sake. <laughs> Uh, I think there was, I wrote something on Facebook, I think when I was in high school, it's, it, 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 I think it, it was a reference to some, something about slapping a bitch. Ooh, Rick James now? <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it might have been a Rick James reference, I don't know what I was thinking at that point in time, uh, when I was probably 14, 13 years old or whatever, but I remember I saw that and I was like, oh shit, if this thing ever came out, bro, I'm done. So I made sure to do that. Wow. You probably have a lot of uh, shit written down in your notepad or your Google Docs. No, I, I tweet things all the time. You're active on social media? <laughs> well, I mean, like, I tweet stuff when it's on occasion. But, okay. like, um, the only social media I've been lately active on is the the Table Moment stuff. But even then, over the last month, I haven't done anything while I'm working on this app to okay. hopefully streamline a lot of the stuff. But, okay. like, I'm, I I put my thoughts on Twitter, man. Like, okay. it's not, like, crazy shit. Like, we're, like, yeah. I, I mean, obviously, people would find it objectionable when you're talking about, like, some of the some of the stuff that's going on today. Like, yeah. I'll just be honest or like, uh, if I can't say something in an interesting way, I won't do it. Cause it's like, what's the point? Like if it, I'm just saying what everyone else is saying, who cares? But if I can observe something and say it in an interesting way, I'll put it up there. Sometimes oh. it gets likes or like responding to other people's tweets. I, I prefer that. Cause it's like one, you can get more interaction and two, it's like give a different perspective on some things that people are just like, you missed like the, the heart of social media. Like, dude, during the, the myspace days yeah dude like or, now the internet is different like what we uh, what it started out as versus what it's now like now it's just this whole censored place that's like yeah it's, it's like it's boring censored playground yeah yeah i, I listen I, I always tell people like i think if it, you should only use social media for learning if you want to learn uh humor entertainment and that's really it but anything else like i if you take anything that you see in social media to heart like yeah like bro in the next 20 years bro we're gonna have a lot more people living around us yeah I people learning the, the 2010s or whatever bro people mm -hmm. that are you know 
people that are born in social media as opposed to people like us that, you know, we lived before it and are living through it. Uh, yeah, we're definitely going to see a shift uh, down the line. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe, maybe the younger generation just, I feel like maybe the second half of our generation are mm -hmm. the super soft people, but I think this newer generation can push the edge. They're, they're not satisfied with this, like walk on eggshells, be very careful about what you say all the time. And the internet yeah. is this special place that has to be protected from the people with the bad thoughts, you know? Yeah. No, no, no. Like if you see the shit on TikTok, bro, yeah. younger people are starting to wake up, which gives me some hope. Okay. <laughs> it's like, I want to see the internet used to be like, man, it, it used to be the wild, wild west. It was Anything goes. It was I wild. appreciate, and that's the cool thing about the internet, because like you have all, I don't know, with the freedom comes all this possibility. Now, mm. when you take away that freedom, now you just have stagnation and boring. It's just boring. Yeah. So I guess to go back, Akram, who was in your top eight back in the day? Top eight? Yeah, your top eight. Name them. Quick, go. Wait, are you talking about MySpace? MySpace. Oh, when I first signed up for MySpace, it was all porn stars. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, I had I had eight bitches that were in fucking lingerie because I didn't know how MySpace worked, and I was like, "Oh, she a baddie? All right, I'm gonna put her on my top eight. She's a baddie. I'm gonna put her on my top eight. And then the next day at school, uh, a friend of mine he was like, "Yo, I just saw your top eight, dude. That's not how that shit works. You got to put your friends, not like fucking porn stars, on there." I was like, "Oh, okay." And then I ended up changing. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I, I, my 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 thing with top eight, I used to always do half of it was always going to be girls, the other half was going to be dudes. That's wow, what what's the, what's the reasoning behind that? Dudes, as in like my boys, I don't want to make them because at that time, bro, if you wanted somebody's top eight, man, like me, you're beefing with somebody. You know? Oh yeah, yeah, that's true. Wait, what? I, I remember that? Yeah. Oh, so you Wait. know, you can tell if a couple broke up if they removed each other from their top eights. Yeah. You know, yeah. for example, uh, that was your girl. Or vice versa, you guys are that's your number one in your top eight, you know? What? Yeah, it was yeah. I never got into MySpace. Uh, <laughs> MySpace was ahead of its time, bro. It was so like you could have a crazy wallpaper, a great theme music with somebody answers your page. It was wild. Why yeah, it, it took forever to load up, like if you ended up like, you know, doing all that shit. So like it takes like a good like thirty to like a whole minute just to pull up the page. Because it had so much shit going on with it. Like had music in the background, and then it had the and it interacted wallpaper. wallpaper. Yeah, um, it was fucking crazy. Weirdly enough, like I think I visited Ilias's MySpace page where he posted uh, a bunch of soccer players, highlights of soccer players doing all these tricks on the field. That got me into juggling a soccer ball and playing soccer. I remember uh -huh. that vividly. And then that's when I I took up the soccer ball and started learning all that shit. So oh. MySpace, MySpace actually yeah. got you into soccer. Yeah, it did. They were like Facebook before Facebook. They oh. really were ahead of the time. What? I actually researched uh, not so long ago what Tom was up to. Tom was the founder of MySpace at the time. Uh, he's, at, he's, travel, he's traveling the world right now. Oh, for real? Uh, he's traveling the world. He sold the company like back in 2011 mm -hmm. by a group of investors, I think led by Justin, Justin Timberlake was one of the investors that mm -hmm. bought that's, and, yeah, why, he, that's why his character was in the movie, wasn't it? <laughs> no, oh. his, it was the Facebook movie, not the MySpace that was movie. Social. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my bad. I'm oh, so now Gotcha. Check it out, MySpace. I actually just saw the Social Network not so long ago too. That was a really good movie. I, I used to work at Oracle, so I, I met Larry Ellison one time. That was pretty crazy. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah, a, a whole group of um, like private 
security guys just walking around him at all. Uh, every single uh, one of his surroundings, he had armed guards around him. Isn't that weird? Because like the only people who would know Larry Ellison are people who are in tech. Yeah. So it's like, who are you protecting yourself from? Nobody knows who you are. <laughs> That's a good point. I, I don't even know. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't know what he looks like if he was sta- standing right in front of me. Oh, man. That's funny. Okay. All right. Oh. All right. So when are you going to, you know, as people typically do when they're in this tech field, mm-hmm. they all end up thinking about starting a startup. So do you have any ideas? You want to plug anything on the pod? <laughs> nah, I'm not at the moment. A lot Come of- on. Of different little side projects that are you know are in early stages or whatever so nothing nothing too concrete well, uh this could be a way to like find your co-founder you know we got a lot <laughs> of listeners you know never waste an opportunity to promote <laughs> nah like i said like i i haven't really done much outside of like basic crypto and stocks and things like that or whatever but uh now me and Bilal got something we're working on right now uh so hopefully that 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 works out uh Bilal holds up his end of the bargain. Okay. <laughs> yeah, good luck with that. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, outside of that, though, no, no, no major projects right now. Do you, but do you have I, any like? I, I uh, have a lot on, so I definitely want to learn about. I want to learn more about that when I come out there. I, I was actually supposed to go to long ago. Oh, I like, really? had it, yeah. But I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm gonna come there relatively soon. Yeah, come visit the visit the AAA house, bro. I, I gotta see Ilias with his new kid. I gotta see Akam with his new house. Uh, Iman made a random appearance back to California, so there's a lot going on up there. So yeah. definitely, have to- <laughs> I mean, if there's any job positions you're trying to fulfill right now, maybe one of the listeners could like. I'm trying to give you a plug, bro. This is I, it. <laughs> I mean, anybody out there that knows any software engineers that are living in Canada that are Canadian residents that want to work at virtually, uh, please hit my line. They have to be. Wait, have- wait, you live in Canada? No, 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 I live. No, I still live in. I live in the Bay, but yeah. I, I I hire for a Canadian team. Oh, did your wife live with you? Yeah, she lives with me. Yeah, we live in Oakland right now, like five minutes away from our old, like my old house in Alameda. Okay. All right. So, do you have any advice for men who are looking for a wife? What What are the qualities you look for? Yeah, pretty much for me and I'm in. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I'll take whatever. I'll take whatever, dude. Go ahead. I mean, sure. Uh, one advice. Uh, it's okay to like as men, as individuals, men and women, we have these lists. Right. We all have these certain like guidelines and expectations. We expect our significant other to to like, we expect to cross or check that. Uh, you know what I mean? And I think sometimes it's OK if some of those marks are left unchecked. Maybe you're that you're that person or vice versa that's going to check each other's boxes. You know, so yeah, it's OK. Like if you see somebody that that's working on something that has potential into, you know, fitting whatever criteria or boxes that you need checked or whatever, uh, go for it. You know what I mean? We need something more actionable, man. Specifics. More actionable? Oh. Yeah. Like, are there specifics we should be looking for, bro? Specifics. Okay. A, don't be afraid to get yourself out there. If you okay. see something like, go ahead and approach it in a much respectful way. Okay. Number, number two, intention. At the end of that, so that's really what the, the biggest thing I always tell people. As long as your intention is pure, as long as you like, you, you don't have that, that, you know, you ain't trying to be a fuck boy and you actually like are interested in that individual, or whatever, and your attention is pure mm-hmm. and clean. I feel like it can, it can work out for sure. Okay. Yeah. Right, let me, let me put you on the spot a little bit. Uh, right, so your, what are your thoughts on happy wife, happy life? Oh, what? A thousand percent, man. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Hey, <laughs> okay. hey, 
I kid you not, man. As as if you want to live in a peaceful household with your significant other, uh, you have to learn how to a like to pick your battles wisely, choose your battles wisely. It's okay to shut the fuck up sometimes. It's okay to take an L sometimes. It's okay to just you know what I mean. It's okay to take an L in a, in a battle. Just don't lose the war. That's my advice. All right. Like, All right. Yeah, lose a couple battles here and there, but just make sure you win that war. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. That's what's up. All right, I'll try to put some of that to use. <laughs> <laughs> Take some L's. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> Wait, what, Bilal? What? Uh, I win every single argument with them. <laughs> yeah, that's my problem. I like winning. <laughs> I'm a winner. Hey, and that's why y'all don't have wives. <laughs> you don't either. Like, come on, bro. <laughs> yeah, because I'm like, y'all, I don't want to lose. Uh, wow. Okay. So we, we might need to listen. Here, to question, Rina. Question, Rina. Hey. Question. What if you write though? You're just right. Here's, here's, here's my thing. Here's my thing. Ninety nine percent of the time, bro. Listen, almost every single argument I have with my girl, my lady, almost all the time, I know I'm right. Okay. Like nine percent of the time, I'm right. Okay. But I, there's half the time, you just can't admit it. You kind of just have to like, as long as you you're okay with yourself and like you're comfortable with yourself and you know that like shit, you're right. Like the truth mm-hmm. will come out the line. Like you could remind her later on, like, oh, you're right. Like, you're right about this, or you're right about that, or whatever. But uh, so he, do you get? He, do you hit her with the? I, I told you so. Oh, I told you so. <laughs> That's every man's dream. That's <laughs> also you take the that's, L now just to get the take win the later. L now to win the war later. Oh, uh, that's smart. <laughs> There's gonna be a time when you're gonna look each other in the eye, and you're gonna she's gonna have that dumb look on her face. <laughs> There's gonna be that I told you so moment, you know. And those moments, bro, those moments are priceless. <laughs> oh, man. This hey, is great hey, marriage. Dad, man. Ha- Dad has been saying this for years, bro. Like, we should have been listening a long time ago, but nah. <laughs> we were just fucking petty as fuck, and we're like, nah, I'm trying to win this shit right now. The fuck you talking about? <laughs> fair, fair. Yeah, that's, that's how you get gray hair. That's how you fucking your, your back starts hurting. That's how you start getting headaches, bro. When you start getting played into their games. Nah, it's okay. You just gotta take an L real quick here and there, and then, like, your moment will happen. When that moment happens, bro, mm. I can you'll never forget that. <laughs> wow. Wow. I feel that. I feel that. Gray hairs would be dope though. <laughs> you want you looking for that little salt and pepper look? Yeah, salt and pepper zaddy. You know what I mean? <laughs> salt and pepper zaddy? Is that yeah. what you said? Yeah, I mean, I would, that, that's what I would be. You, you can never zaddy. never say zaddy, bro. Oh, okay. And just heads up, I don't want you to go out there in the world <laughs> telling people you're zaddy. Dude, you be surprised. You know what? I'm not gonna share. <laughs> That's a conversation we have individually. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. We could, we could go way more. Put it like, all you know, out there. Let your balls hang out, bruh. Yeah, my salt and pepper balls. Of course. <laughs> oh man! Wow. Okay. <laughs> this has been. You've been putting people on game for this. All right. Thank you, man. Thank you. <laughs> hey, I'll, I'll be back though. Yeah, I got. Yeah. Have- don't invite me and it's yeah. not a friday hopefully i'll be back for sure <laughs> uh, are you someone who listens to podcasts yeah all the time oh for real yeah i've been a joe rogan experience subscriber for years man that's how i got into podcasts oh uh, okay yeah been listening to ours too yeah i listen to you guys a lot for real mainly, mainly the clips the oh, clips okay. are very engaging that's yeah. like what forces me to like listen to a full episode if i hear something that i like or whatever oh shit yeah, yeah. so Keep doing that. Like I like how you guys are, you know, constantly blasting my Instagram feed. Oh, okay. I gotta restart that then. Yeah. Oh yeah. man. All right. 
have regular guests. Yo, it would be so cool if you get picked up by Barstool. Oh, man. <laughs> That'd be so cool. Yeah. <laughs> you, you know, is being sponsored by the. He is, right? Yeah. Oh, for real? Yeah. You think yeah. you can give me Dave Portnoy's phone number? Hey, that, that's, that's actually yeah. a good guest to have soon. Get on here. Yeah, we'll do that. Yeah. Yeah, that's your next guest. That's your next guest. That's your next job. So please, could you do it within the next six weeks, if possible? He'll, he'll tell you some crazy soccer stories that he has. You guys got anything else? Oh, uh, Ridwan, do you have anything you want to plug? Uh, nothing right now, man. Nothing, but hopefully soon. Uh, me and Bill are, like I said, we're in, the, we're in the works of some stuff. So we're. Do you guys want to talk about it? We can like help you brainstorm real quick. We'll Up talk about guys. it outside of this, for sure. Okay. Yeah, there's there's some things we got working on right now, so we'll see. Yeah, all right, that's cool. Thank you, Redrun, for showing up. Really appreciate it. Thank you guys. I appreciate it. I'll be back soon, and I'm gonna see you guys in relatively soon as well. One one last thing I wanted to add who was a better interviewer, me, Abdul, or Dula? Quick, go. It's obviously. Me? Yeah. So far, it's been... Hey, clip that. Put that on Instagram. Clip that. You got you got an easy job right there. That was a clip right there. No, you, you make a really good podcast. Have you thought about starting your own podcast? I've thought about that hella times. I'm just a lazy piece of shit. That's the only issue. <laughs> you should get on that, bro. It's not that hard. It's surprisingly easy. Really? Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah, it depends. It, it seems like you have the kind of personality, and if you come prepared, you'll be able to just talk without having to edit the, the material afterwards. Okay. And it depends what you're talking about. Because if it's like sports or politics or something you're really familiar with, you could probably just keep it as one take. And then you also have to have like good personalities unless you want to like monologue and stuff. Have you guys ever thought about the idea of uh, making it more interactive, like uh, webcams and stuff? Uh, I, I mean, you just brought this up like two, like yeah. yesterday or the day yeah. before. Yeah, yeah. So that's something in the works. You guys definitely got to do that. That's like that next step. Uh, most people usually take when they're like building out their podcast. They they make it more interactive and show their faces and people need to see your guys' faces when uh especially your face when you're saying half the shit you're saying, you know? <laughs> yeah. They they gotta know I'm serious. Exactly. <laughs>